podcasters welcome back or welcome to i don't care the podcast i'm your host i'm your girl i'm your bestie i'm the girl that you wish you were if i was you i'd wanna be me too i'm just kidding um where am i it's alexia de stefano and today we originally were supposed to have rayann boone here um, we had to reschedule, so that will come out later, um, at some point this month. Um, so sorry if you were tuning in specifically for her. She's not here, but guess what? I'm cool too. So stick around anyways. But I don't really have a plan for today's video. I kind of just was like, fuck, I need to record, um, today because I literally can't record until next week when the podcast has to come out. So I have to sit down today and I have to get it done, even though I'm not 100% sure what we're going to talk about, um, which kind of maybe makes things interesting. We're going to go along this unknown journey together. So the reason why I have to record today and really can't prolong any longer um, is because I'm going on a trip. So today is Thursday, June 29th, and this comes out, obviously, next week for me, but today for you, or this week for you. Um, so I'm leaving to go to San Francisco on Saturday, July 1st, on Canada Day. Um, so I can't I mean, I would love to record a podcast episode in San Fran. However, the people I'm going with and like the structure of the trip, just like I don't think it's going to be possible. So I'm recording here. And if I can, I'll bring my little dinky microphones. And if I can record an episode, then how cool is that? And I'm also bringing this camera to take fun pictures and and um, hopefully like be a photographer. But I need to record next week's episode today. Tomorrow is Friday and I've got my bang appointment finally to cut these motherfuckers shorter because it's long. Although my hair looks fine as hell today. That's why I'm talking a little different. It's because my attitude is through the roof because my confidence is through the roof. When I look good... Or when I know I look good. Honey, I feel good. And when I feel good, I talk different. Maybe not a, maybe not a lot different, but I'm just confident today. If you're watching on YouTube, then you will know why. Because you're like, oh my god, look at your hair. You look so good. Tattoos out and everything. Is that eyeliner you got on? Sure is. Is that a highlighter? Sure is. Mascara? Yes. Um, so <laughs> if I'm talking extra kooky today, it's just because I'm feeling good. Uh, so me, my mom, my mom's girlfriend, and um, my bestie, we're all going to San Fran together. So my mom's girlfriend's daughter is my bestie. So it works out pretty well. So the four of us are going to San Fran we come back Wednesday, so when this episode drops, I will be coming back later on in the day. So wish me safe travels, 
put it out there. Alexia, safe travels. Safe travels to all of you. Um, yeah, so I'll come home and next week or the week after, I will be able to tell you guys about the fun trip, what we did, and all of that. I don't know right now because I can't predict the future, unfortunately. I'm excited, though. I haven't gone on a trip since L.A., and that was for my 16th birthday. So over four years ago, I haven't been on a trip. So I'm looking forward to this. It's not so much like vacay because when you travel to America, it's more of just like, you know, go exploring, go see what's around, go do this, go do that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. The only thing that we have planned is on the 2nd, we're going to a comedy show. I don't know if I said this already on the podcast, but I, I don't remember. But yeah, we're going on a comedy. We're going to a comedy show, five different comedians, and I'm so looking forward. No, no, no. I did talk about this last week. But um, what I will say is I am kind of desperate to do, and I have to have Hewat on the podcast to do this successfully, but I want to do a stand-up comedian night where or episode where I write my own stand-up comedy and perform it and that would be performing it to Hewat who is the queen of all comedy although don't tell her I said that um and she doesn't listen to this so she won't know that I said that (laughs) she doesn't like when I compliment her to other people about her humor which I totally understand Because then it sets um, expectations for her to be funny. And I know she'll exceed people's expectations, but I get it. It's kind of like when you have a crush on someone and you don't want to tell people because the off chance that all of you are going to hang out together and then one person knows you have a crush on that person and it's like kind of weird. Yeah, I get it. Um, But she is really funny. And so... It would she would be the perfect person to kind of do my sort of stand-up comedy act in front of. It's I I have the perfect sort of life to be a stand-up comedian. I'm not saying I am a stand-up comedian because I I'm not. I am not. I have been thinking the past few days like what jokes I would say and what would kind of be my my thing and I don't know. I don't know how to write stand-up comedy. I don't know how to go about that. But why I'm saying my life is perfect for stand-up comedy jokes is because I have lots of trauma. And trauma makes beautiful comedy. I mean, all the dead dad jokes? Yes. All the things I've witnessed? Yes. Cancer jokes? Yes. Because I can go there because I lived through those things. And let's be honest, those are some of the funniest jokes, right? I mean, maybe not to you, maybe not to everyone because I love dark humor. So the darker you go, the better. Honestly, the darker you go in any realm of creative creativity is the best. If you're going to write a horror movie, do it tremendously well in terms of go as dark as you can go without hindering the story like don't 
don't throw in really dark things just because you can. But if the story allows you to go darker and deeper, explore it. If you have trauma and you're a comedian, explore it. If you are just like a regular human like all of us and you're you're wanting to say a joke in the middle of, uh, you know, a little friendly get together, then do it. I mean, you don't understand how many times people are like, oh, yeah, my dad did this or, oh, yeah, well, growing up, my dad, da, 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 da. And I would always just like respond with same, except that my dad's dead. So actually not same. And like it makes people so uncomfortable because they don't know if they can laugh. And then when they realize that they can and you're joking, it's it's so funny. And as the jokester, that uncomfortable moment for other people is the funniest thing ever it's so funny um I feel like you need to I feel like um lots of you know or no offense are like millennials or boomers and so I can see you guys being like well it's not funny to joke about your trauma and to say dead dad how disrespectful yeah fuck off if you if you don't like that simply fuck off because the darker the better and it's funny it's funny when like people are telling you a story about their dad and it's so wholesome and then I respond with that must be nice I don't know because my dad's dead like it's funny it's funny um it's actually fucking hilarious and if you don't like those type of jokes tell me Because I'll purposely do it in front of you just to make you so uncomfortable. And that's like humor. Because, okay. There's different levels of making human beings uncomfortable. And for the most part, it's never okay. Unless it's humor that is not disrespecting people. In terms of like, you know, you could go to a comedy show and the comedian will literally be making fun of you. And that can make you uncomfortable. And that's, that's like, it's not, it's subjective because like I could be uncomfortable but still enjoying it, but you can be uncomfortable and not enjoying it. Like there's a fine line and when that fine line gets crossed, like it's not okay. But if I am saying something that makes you uncomfortable because you don't know how you're supposed to react, that's funny. Anyways, long tangent short. I want to do a whole comedy episode and really like see how I would do. And if Hewat says I do good, then maybe I'm going to force myself to do like an actual stand-up comedy night. I'm really trying to, I say this, I'm really wanting to just get out of my comfort zone and I do a I have been trying a little bit here and there, and this is going to sound crazy to you guys, but even just like texting some people that I would love to be friends with, like, hey, we should do something. That for me is stepping out of my comfort zone. That for me is like making a big, bold move. And then you best believe that I'm in my head and I'm like, am I coming across too strong? Do they even like me? Are they just being nice because like, ha ha ha, sure, we can hang out. I don't want to hang out with you. Like, or is it like genuine? And so then just from saying like, hey, we should hang out or 
hey, nice to see you or whatever. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a problem, I am sure. But that for me is stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, You know, I've been trying to post a little bit more on Instagram and like different ways than I usually do. And that's stepping outside of my comfort zone. And I know these all sound so mundane and like, okay, you're doing like things on your phone. Oh my God, good for you. But truly, it's like, it's a lot for me. Like steering off of my day-to-day routine, which fuck we're going to get into, is a lot for me. But getting into that day-to-day routine, oh man, um, I'm I'm going stir crazy. I'm losing my mind. I'm my mental health is just declining drastically. Um because I'm bored and boredom 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 kills me. I I really try to live my life thinking about like me on my deathbed and the things that I would wish that I had done differently. And so I try to live through old Lexia's eyes being like, oh, you should live more. You should, you know, go out and make more mistakes and fall in love and get heartbroken and, and, you know, do everything in your power to be successful. Like I really try to think, okay, when I'm dying, what are the things that Alexia will say I wish I did this so then I can do those things. And I'm not I'm not at all successful. I'm mindful of what I should be doing, but I'm not successful at it. And I have some reasons for it, um, which I'll get into a little bit as well. I'm trying to like figure out my brand as well. Like This is just, I guess... This is just a conversation, I guess. I'm trying to figure out my brand because my goal is to become successful. And with success in the film industry means that you start to have a following. And I want my followers, when the time comes, to be able to look back at all these podcast episodes and kind of have a an idea of who I am. But I don't want everything about me on the internet. And thus far, I have not really filtered anything I say. And it's gotten me in trouble from time to time and I'm okay with that. And it's not that I want to filter what I say. It's just at what point do I keep something for myself and then at what point do I tell it and it's not like really an issue right now because I don't have a following but I can see it one day being an issue where I'm like oh I wish I didn't really say that I wish I didn't talk about that or I wish I said this differently or that's not what I meant it came across different there's I can already like hear these things happening and so I'm trying to be more mindful of that because Today, in fucking 2023, people will get canceled over everything and anything. And I am a very open book and I'm not going to ever change who I am 
or filter my opinions because I'm afraid of what other people will say or being judged. It's just that like I don't want to get canceled every day for something that I, I've said in the past or possibly in the future. Um, so that's just something I'm I'm kind of being more mindful of is just like the the version of me I want to be branded as because I'm a company. I'm a company. Like when you decide you want to pursue acting professionally, you yourself become a company. And so if I get caught, you know, at Walmart stealing, for example, that becomes my brand and that becomes part of me and my company is you Google Alexia and now there's like, you know, charges of theft and that's a part of my brand. And so when casting directors, directors, producers, um, fans of something look me up, I want to make sure that everything is like pretty and nice and good and, you know, um, and that's, that's not, it's not possible to be like 100% perfect and that's not what I want but I do want – I just want to protect myself, future self. I want to protect my future self from future haters but we don't got to – well, actually I get haters today and you know what? That's fine. They make you stronger. They actually teach me because I only have a few haters like now and – Again, I know when I become more successful in this industry, the more love I will get, but the more hate I will get as well. And so the few haters that I get here and there are only preparing me for my future success. Okay, I guess we'll get real and raw. So I think, I don't know how to start this conversation. Um, okay, well, if you've listened to my, like, I think it's my fourth or fifth episode where I'm talking about high school, if you haven't, go take a look at it if you want. If not, I'll sum it up. I started grade nine really, really, really just like on top of the world. And grade nine was fantastic for me. And, you know, I got to be that theater kid that I love. And theater kids are underrepresented and they are misinterpreted as like losers and weirdos. And you know what? I can say that we're losers and weirdos in the best way ever. It's kind of like when someone's like, your mom's a bitch. And you're like, whoa, no, my mom's not a bitch. You can't say that. I can say my mom's a bitch, but you can't say that. Mom, I'm not saying you're a bitch. Just I'm just using that as an example before you get angry. Um, it's kind of like one of those things. Like you can't say something as a joke unless you're actually a part of the joke or else it's just rude. Um, but the, the theater world in high school is superior than any club. Like you might think you're all cool and tight with people and like your sports clubs. No. It's not the same as theater. And so when you are in that world, it's just love and happiness and joy and crazy adventures and like the wildest things. And you're singing all the time. If you're good or you're bad, it doesn't matter. And you're dancing and you're just like, 
you're allowed to be weird. You're like, you're, it's not even weird. It's just like you're allowed to be yourself. And it is the best feeling in the world. And so when you're exactly who you know you are, which is for me like an annoying weirdo, and people love you for that, it's really fantastic. But then when they turn on you, which is what happened to me, it gets confusing because you're like, okay, I just gave you the realest form of who I am, at least at this moment in life, and you loved me, and now you hate me. Okay. Okay. Well, that fucks with your confidence, doesn't it? So my confidence was fucked, and then it only continued to get more fucked and fucked and fucked and fucked throughout high school. Um, so now I'm at a point where it's happened a bunch of times now and it's really actually really annoying and maybe one day I'll go into more detail and about each story but where people will just absolutely fall in love with me love who I am vibe with me want to be like around me all the time and I'm not saying this in a conceited way because I get like this with people that I love as well it's just like you get to know someone and you love them right I've had it a couple times too many where these same people, after falling in love with me and, and, you know, being my besties or whatever, will then turn on me, just like, and hate me. And sometimes it really is for nothing. Or sometimes I've made a mistake. And instead of, you know, talking about it, it just turns to hatred. Although I really can't say a time where I've made a, a mistake. It really is more just like toxic, toxicity. Um, oh, and then, um, yes, so it, what, what am I saying? Let me think for a second. What am I saying? What did I just say? Oh, vulnerability. It gets you, it gets me dizzy. I don't do this. Um, right. So, yes, people will love me and then, They'll just hate me. It, it what really? Because you know you're probably thinking, well, people don't just love and hate. You have to do something. Sure, the thing most of the time that makes people turn on me is I will find a time where I need to stand my ground, where I need to be more confident where I need to be more stern or bossy, like there comes times where I need to put my foot down. In any friendship it happens, right? Like there's just sometimes where you're like, whoa, that's going too far. Or I don't want, that's no. Or just like, nope, pushing boundaries, let's not push boundaries. Or it could simply be like, no, I don't want to do that. But there will be those points in friendships or whatever the fuck we want to say where I have to put my foot down about something and it's always after that moment that people start to hate me. So what? You want me to be like this submissive fucking like toy? That's not at all who I am and I never portray that. I might not be as bossy as I need to be when I need to put my foot down but you should know that that's the side of me that can come out. That is not who I am. 
But if I need to, I will tell you to fuck off in a respectful way. And if that makes you hate me, then that makes you hate me. But like, I feel like I'm not explaining this well. Yes, that can happen like that. But it, I just, it's, I don't know how to explain this properly. Um, because like right now it's making a lot of sense and really in the real world it doesn't make sense. I'm sweating so much, you guys. I'm like dizzy. I'm sweating. I'm shaking. I'm getting hot sweats like I don't talk about my feelings. Um, okay. This is all just to use one word of how I'm feeling. Okay. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try to talk. This is, am I okay? No, I'm not okay. Are you enjoying this? Great. Okay. So, I guess I'll use an example here, shall we? Um, okay, so there's a whole other podcast episode called um, the, horror Mov- the Horror Story of Filming My Horror Movie, where I'm telling you guys about this guy named Jake who ruined my horror movie. Although he didn't actually because I, I prevailed through afterwards. But, you know, he... He was much older than me, and um, maybe he saw me differently. I don't know. That's, you know, I'm not going to talk for him, but we carpooled to school and home every day because he drove, and I live really far, and and he lives around me. And so he said, hey, why don't I pick you up and drop you off? We have the same class. Like, let's let's just carpool. And I was like, great. That's fantastic. Um, So that's it we would carpool. And during class, we didn't really talk um, to each other. It was very much just like carpooling. Um, And he is someone who talks a lot. Oh my God, does this person talk a lot? Um, So, you know, we're in the car and he's telling me everything that's ever happened in his entire life, which is good because I don't like silence. And so when someone, and I don't like talking in the car. So if someone else is talking, that's like the best case scenario. So it was fantastic because he would talk all the time and I would just listen, nod, maybe ask one question, knowing that me asking one question would lead to an hour tangent. Um, And that's kind of what everything was. Uh, Very just casual carpooling. And uh, he had a lot of respect for me as a young person following my dreams, um, you know, taking the time to really try to make the best life for me. He had a lot of respect for who I was as a person. Um, And I think he cared about me as a human being as well. And he was a very nice, he was very nice, very caring, very generous. Um, Never made me pay for anything. In fact, would actually buy me food and stuff. And and not in a weird way. I know this sounds so weird. Um, But just like in a friend way but with boundaries of, like, you're fucking old. Um, so he, yes, he very, he respected me, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, you know, there would be times where, like, some idiots would have shit to say about me, and he'd be like, well, Alexia's a great person, da-da-da-da-da, um, which is great, fantastic, lovely. But then um, I wrote a horror movie, and I was like, telling him about it he's like that's so good let me read it fantastic that's really good one of the best things blah 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 and I casted him as the lead in it um 
and we were all so excited. He helped out a lot. He, you know, bought lights for himself to use for this project. And everything was going really good. Everyone was so happy. Everyone, you know, was by my side. It was all going great. And he ruined it. And if you want the whole story, just go find the episode and listen to the whole story. I'm not saying it again. Um, but he was doing some crazy things and I had to put him in his place. I was like, hey, we're on set. This is a professional setting. You can't be doing what you're doing. And if you do, then leave. And he was very, very mad at me. And that like, I was the director of this. Okay, so my job is to be bossy and to give direction. But me saying, hey, be quiet. Don't play video games while we're working through him for a loop and made him hate me. Hate me. He threatened to call the cops on me because I had his wheelbarrow. He threw like these chairs on my lawn. Like he just like became evil and hated me because I because I said like to fuck off essentially um, like be respectful or fuck off. So people can and this has happened to me many times. I have different examples where people will just love me and then hate me. Long story short, that has fucked with my confidence you know, because when it happens once, you're like, well, that's a fluke. But when it keeps happening, you're like, okay, okay, is it me? Is it me? And it's not me. It's just I've come to realize that it's like I am who I am. But if you wrong me or if you disrespect me or if you are pushing my buttons, as everyone would, I push back. And I don't know why, but like, I think people are like, no, you're supposed to be like a really good girl. And so when I'm, you know, saying like, fuck off, even in like a friendly way, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not trying to make excuses for them. They're fucking assholes. But my point is, is that like teeter-tottering is damaging to one's self-esteem. So that has fucked with my self-esteem a lot. Not specifically that example, but just like all of them kind of together. Um, so we have, you know, the grade nine. Everyone in my friend group kind of turned on me because they felt like they had to pick between me and someone else. And someone else was able to offer them what I, more than just friendship. And I could only offer them friendship, not success. Um... So, yeah. So with all this betrayal, I think is a good word to use. Mm-hmm, my confidence and my self-esteem has gone down tremendously. And that has made it harder for me to build friendships. Because it feels more like I have to walk on eggshells around people and... You know, I'm like, oh, do they like me? Am I being weird? Am I being too much? Is this okay? I'm like, I being okay. And I'm just way more in my head than I ever used to be. It's so, I'm trying to work on that. But I'm lonely. I am lonely. 
capital, lonely. I want more friends. And you know, like I started a new job and there's some people there that I actually like really feel like we could be really, really good friends and like they could show me the way of the world. And I want that. But then there is that part of me where I'm like, uh, don't be too pushy. Don't don't be too much yourself. Don't let them in fully. Don't try. So I'm trying to push back those feelings and like go for it anyways. Because what the fuck do I have to lose, honestly? Like there's nothing worse than being bored and alone. There's nothing worse than that. And on top of it, not having the career that I want. Like right now, I'm at a point in my life where like nothing is the way I want it to be. Nothing. Not one thing is the way that I want it to be. And that is struggling. Struggling. It's hard. So my mental health is, is, it's crashing. Yeah, my mental health has fallen to the ground if it's not already there. Um, ooh, I guess I'll go even deeper for a second since we're already deep. Um, it's not just, you know, friends who I've felt betrayed by who have lowered my self-esteem. It's also people who are way too close. And I don't want to I don't want to keep talking about this, but I feel like since we're already talking, I'll kind of say one more thing about um this and hopefully put it to rest. But when you are betrayed by people you call friends, it is painful. But when you are betrayed by people you call family, it is crushing. It breaks you. So certain people have broken me. And I know it's not their intentions. And I know they meant well. Yeah, it's soul crushing. Um, It's a different kind of pain, a pain I've never felt before. Where, like, I understand not everyone's going to like me and that, you know, people might change their opinions on me or, you know, might hate me and then love me, think I'm a bitch and then realize that I'm not a bitch or vice versa. And, and you know, I it's not that I'm different with everyone, but, you know, just some people you don't fucking like and you're, you are a little different around them. Um, kindness is key. But sometimes you just, like, people get that sense. I feel like everyone is out to get me. It's also another problem of mine, I'm fully aware. But what I'm trying to say is when you are betrayed by the ones who are supposed to uplift you, it is a different pain. So the mixture of the friends who have betrayed me and the the people closer to me who have betrayed me I have done a lot of work to have the confidence that I have today. And I have it in abundance in certain realms of my being. But I lack it in other parts. And where I lack it, I feel is the most important to have it. So I'm working on it. At the end of the day, I'm working on everything. But I just feel like people will hurt you. And then blame you 
<laughs> like, I am being blamed. Whether they, I don't know. I don't know what, what they're trying to do right now, but I am being blamed for the hurt that other people have caused me. I am being blamed. Like, I have overheard a conversation where, you know, these this person is talking, like, about me and is like, I don't understand what we did. We've only been good. I don't know why she's reacting this way. Like, you're projecting your feelings and you're blaming me. Instead of owning up and... In like self-reflecting, I'm I'm not going to get into this because I I really don't want to. Um, but my point is is like people have hurt me, people have belittled me, and just broken me apart to pieces. And I am the person that I am today because I have been able to learn how to put these pieces back together. But some pieces of the puzzle are still missing, and so. Because of that, it has made me really, 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 really lonely. And all I want, like, besides success in my career, is just, like, friends. I just want a community of people surrounding me, like, people who actually uplift me and make me feel happy and who I uplift and make them feel happy and we have a good time and we know how to laugh and just, like, I I, I don't have to be in my head around them. Like, I don't have to be in my head, like, do you like me? Do you think I'm a good person? Will you betray me the way others have betrayed me? Like, I don't want any of that when I'm in a fucking friendship. And, you know, I have two friends, okay? I have Hiwa and I have Cass. Those are my two friends. I've had many friends throughout my whole life. But those are the two people currently who I don't have to guess what they're thinking. They'll tell me. I don't have to worry if they like me or not. I don't have to worry if I make a mistake that they're going to run away laughing and hating me because I know that they'll either say, hey, Alexia, you've made this mistake and then be there for me or they'll be like, fuck off with that shit. Don't do that again. And I'll be like, got it. Noted. Yeah. Because like that's what friendship is and I can do that with them. And like I'm just tired of like people pretending to be my friend, but then, you know, twist something or whatever and make me out to be the villain. It's happened way too many times. <sighs> and uh, I guess I'm a good friend. I'm loyal. I'm trustworthy. I'm dependent. I am like gung ho. You fuck with my bitches. I'm going to fuck with you. Like, it's kind of like that. Um, So I'm just lonely and I want friends and I want to go out and I want to have, you know, good times and live up these 20s. And I've said this to you guys over and over again. Like I'm really just itching to like have a fun life. But like the biggest reason that makes it hard is I don't have many friends. So that's that. Um... I don't know if any of what I said was coherent or made any sense or had any structure, but I feel like I need to take a shower after that. 
<laughs> because like that was a lot for me. I'm sweating beyond belief. Um, I guess I'll update you guys a little bit on the submersible from last week. Uh, unfortunately, they still didn't find it. It is most likely to have blown up underground. I mean, sorry, underwater. Uh, there was a video um, of this content creator he posted on YouTube of his experience. Um, he was also supposed to be on the Titan. Uh, however, they canceled his trip. And so we walked through. He was on the Titan. They did like a test run. And that's when they, they canceled everything. And so he posted all the footage and all the videos and stuff. And I think you guys should watch it because it's it's really sad. It's really sad. And you know what? The more the more you kind of learn, the more you understand maybe why they trusted it. Um, they just didn't I, – I guess it was like all this bad information kind of came out when it was too late. Um, it's really sad. So they are all unfortunately now deceased, um, all of the five men. And we now know also that the 19-year-old did not want to go on the submersible. He only went for father-son quality time for Father's Day. Um, that was like his gift to his dad, um, which is just like heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking to think about. Um, so it's sad news. People's lives did get lost. People are still going to joke about it um, and, you know, that's fine. They can do whatever they want. But I did want to update you guys on that. I, I don't really have much else to say. I feel like I poured everything out on the line, even if none of it was coherent and made any sense. Um, and you know what? Like, there's times where I'm just like, having. I feel like I'm in a movie. I don't, under, I don't understand how life can be so good. And then there's times like this where it's just like I'm crawling to get through another day. And I'm so grateful that I do have now this job that is, you know, once a week that like keeps me going. Um, but I would love to work more. I would love to be busy more. I just I, I want to be a little bit more busy um, responsibly, but then also irresponsibly with new friends and old friends and current friends and all of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're 43 minutes in. I don't really know what else to say. I don't want to end it 15 minutes short. Um, I guess I'll try to keep talking. I, I really don't know what to talk about. Uh, I'm so sweaty. Oh, um, today is my cousin's Oh, okay. Today is my cousin's um, little graduation. She's starting high school soon. And I and I made her uh, an emergency bag. Because I don't know about y'all, but especially in high school, you need an emergency bag with pads, tampons, nail files, mascara, lip balm, wipes, razors, um, floss. Uh, mouthwash, mints, like I, I kind of like made her this, um, this like pouch 
with all these emergency things as her gift and I hope she likes it because hey that's gonna come in fucking handy it might not be you know the most fancy smanch smanch how do you say fancy smancy fancy smashy it might not be the most fancy gift it might not be the most fun gift but it might be the most useful gift there's pill container like a cute pill container for her to put like her pills in because god knows she'll need pills um and it's also important that someone gets her coyote spray because fucking people are crazy um but that um I think another reason why my emotions have been so up and down is because when I know I have to see certain people, I start to get anxious like a week in advance now. And I start to get really in my head and like down on myself. And it's like, fuck, like these are the people who are supposed to make me feel 10 times better better these are the people who are supposed to like be by my side always and and like I'm anxious to be around you because I know that you think everything is my fault oh man once you think the story ends it it just doesn't and it sucks because like I know that there's like a divide now and there's a sense of avoidance now from other parties and my myself as well. And it feels like I'm kind of at the root of, you know, distance between people who once were super close. But I don't blame myself because all I did was stand up for myself and like say, hey, I feel hurt. That's literally all I said. Um... And like it's my fault. You know, I'm going to say this just to end end off this rant. Um, nobody had an issue with me when I stayed silent. Nobody had any problem with me. Nothing was my fault when I pretended that words weren't hurting me. Nobody had any issues. Nobody said anything to me when I kept quiet, when I kept to myself, when I kept my true feelings hidden for years and years and years and years and years. And then the second I say I'm hurt, your words have hurt me. The things that you have said is not supportive. Now it's my fault. Now I'm at the root of the problem. Now everything is crumbling because of me. When you were saying the same things and I kept quiet, it was fine. Now that I'm speaking up, it's my fault. I'm just going to leave that there because, you know, I kind of had that epiphany moment the other day where I was like, sometimes I feel guilty for these feelings. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't feel the way that I feel. You know, maybe, maybe I'm being too hard on them. Maybe I'm irrational maybe I made everything up in my head you know like maybe maybe it is my fault maybe I should apologize maybe I should start a conversation it is me I'm the problem hi it's me I'm what is it hi it's me I'm the problem it's me how how does it go hi it's me I'm the problem you know the Taylor Swift reference I don't know um you know and and I'm like maybe it is my fault 
I am the problem. Oh, there we go. Problem solved. It's me. But then I really realized like, no, I was never the problem until I spoke up. But I knew that I was hurt before I spoke up. Like I have been feeling these feelings for years and years and years. And it truly was only until I started to react differently and have more attitude and be more distant that people were mad at me for my feelings. So no, it's not me. No, I'm not being ridiculous. No, I'm not being overdramatic. And no, I didn't make this up. And no, it's not my fault. And I I feel like I do take accountability and responsibility. And where are the adults in the situation? They're blaming me. So I know I don't I don't like to talk about this anymore, like especially on the podcast. Like it, it makes me feel guilty. But this episode took a vulnerable turn and I wasn't really expecting it. And like this is how I've been feeling lately. And even though, you know, I may not see these people, like, I honestly barely see them, I still feel, like, these terrible feelings. And, like, it still brings up new emotions and all of this because, like, right now, I feel the weight of, like, crumbling relationships. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Because everything was fine before I opened my mouth. And I know that might be like, then it is your fault. No, I'm like everything was fine when I wasn't saying I was being hurt. Your good intentions can still hurt people. Um, Subtext. Like you might not think people are reading in between your words. But they are. They probably are. Just like, I don't know. Like, like I think just like it's not hard to just like believe in people and it's not hard to just like support people like your friends even if they want to do something crazy like if their lives are on the line then maybe say like hey don't go in the fucking titanic submarine you might die but if they want to be an artist let them be a fucking artist if they want to build the submarine let them build the submarine um yeah i i i i i'm exhausted emotionally from the feeling of loneliness um because even when I was lonely with you know not having many friends I still had like closer relationships with people in my family and now I don't have that so like I do feel alone in like all the ways I think god I just can't ever get a break you know, dead dad, witnessing abuse, you know, feeling alone. That's what I, that's why I say I'd be a good comedian. Now, if someone could write the jokes for me, then I could perform them. That would be amazing. Cause like then we could go dark and like, you know, really get into the trauma and stuff. Um, this has been a really interesting episode. Um, I haven't done one of these like heart to hearts in a while because I just felt like they're they're a little bit more embarrassing, which I guess is good, right? I said I wanted to step out of my box, so I guess we're here stepping out of my box. 
Um, I feel like we need to do something light to end off this episode. I don't know what. Also, if you have kids in the Tri-Cities who want to or want to be in any camp, um, check out Stage Kids. They have a wonderful program. We're doing two summer camps, one in July, one in August. And, you know, we do singing, we do dancing, we do acting, um, we have fun, and then we put on a show for the parents. So if that sounds interesting, check it out, Stage Kids, and sign your kid up if that's of interest, um, preferably if they're older. We're trying to get some older kids in there. Um, I'm really excited. I love um, – I don't like kids, but I do love working in, like, camp styles, um, specifically performing arts camps, because at least I get to – to like teach kids the thing that makes me so happy acting or like be there and watch them do it like last weekend they had a little show and I was getting emotional because I was like oh my god these are like little performers these are little actors they're they're doing what I love to do and I'm just like standing on the sidelines just like so proud of storytelling and all the ways that you can do it and the people that come together like there's all the kids on the stage from three years old to like I don't know like 16 and then there's us younger you know teachers and teacher assistants in the wings like organizing everything and then there's Cher the our boss who's like fantastic and she's like watching it and just like for all of this to come together is just so beautiful. Um, so if you want your kid to be a part of the beauty, sign them up for Stage Kids. Uh, that's a little promo without the promo. That's just me saying. Check it out. Um, not sponsored. God, is it freezing cold? Um, I really don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Tonight's going to... Not tonight. The trip's going to be interesting. Um, kind of my feelings are going to be interesting throughout the whole thing. My journal has gotten dark. My journal has gotten dark. Because, God, just the boredom makes me consume in these, like, horrible thoughts. So it's just not going well. I said we'd end off on something light, but I really don't have anything much else to say. And I don't have anything planned. Um, and what? Uh, we have five minutes? I don't know what we can do in five minutes. Maybe we can Maybe we can do like uh, a TikTok. A TikTok filter? I don't know. My green flags. Let's. We're going to go on TikTok and it's going to tell me what my green flags are. Okay. All right. Let's see. What are my green flags, podcasters? I'm creative. Yes, I am. Loves adventure. I'd love to love adventure. Shares the blanket. I do. I do share the blanket, everyone. I am very creative, as we know. I am adventurous, but again, the issue is that I don't have people to live these adventures with. And I share the blanket. Don't you ever think I'm not going to share the blanket. Now, if you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't explain it well. So on TikTok, there's a bunch of filters. And there's one that are my green flags. And there's one that are your red flags. So, you know, your red flags are like your toxic traits. And your green flags are your 
positive traits. Um, so these are my positive traits. Let's do it again. What else am I positive about? Goes on walks. Sometimes with my dog. Serving realness. Stops to smell the roses. Who the fuck does that? Yes, I give realness. Um, if this episode didn't say anything. But I don't smell roses. That's incorrect. Let's do it again. My green flags. Keep secrets. I do. Gives great gifts. I'm the best gift giver. Never judges. Well, that's not right. All right. One more time, podcasters. Uh, likes Autumn. Sure. Takes good pictures. Uh-huh, honey. I don't know. I don't know what capybaras, 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 capybaras. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't think that. I don't know if this is a good episode. Uh, I'm going to edit it on the plane. This is a really interesting episode. Thank you for sticking it out this long. Um, this is fucking wild. Have a wonderful day, everyone. If you relate to me, fantastic. I guess actually, oof. Oh, no. Um, if you don't. Fuck you, I guess, like, you're lucky. Um, yeah. If, uh, that's it. I really, can you not tell how vulnerability makes me so uncomfortable? Like, I literally am a podcaster and I need to be coherent and I can't be coherent because I'm like, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I look good. Um, and my outfit's fire and my makeup is still on point. And look at that highlight for the people on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, like this video. Um, if you're on Spotify or any of the streaming platforms, please give me five stars, if you will. Give it a little review, if you will. Um, just, you know, tell me how you feel. Uh, follow me on Instagram at I don't care underscore the podcast as well as Alexia underscore DE underscore Stefano. Check me out on TikTok at Alexia to Stefano. And um, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Uh, stay tuned for next week. It's going to be better than this episode. I hope. Bye. <laughs>